the year 49. Agrippina the Younger was vying for the attentions of the emperor with Lolia Paulina. Agrippina accused Paulina of witchcraft, which led to Paulina's exile and a suicide that may have been less than of her own free will. Agrippina had Paulina's head brought to her, determined to make sure the rumors were true. She couldn't recognize the face, but when she had the dead woman's mouth open, she spotted a particularly peculiar tooth that she recognized. It was Paulina's head, all right, and it was also the first known case of forensic odontology. In around the year 75, still in ancient Rome, a young man was accused of murdering his father stabbing him to death in his own bed, and all for an inheritance, of course. Oddly, the young man's stepmother didn't wake up during the very violent death that occurred right next to her. But when Sleepyhead here finally did awaken, she found a trail of bloody handprints leading from the corpse to the young man's room, where his bloody sword now rested. The young man was defended in the form by Quintilian, a famous Roman jurist, who posited that the stepmother had done the dirty deed and then made the trail of handprints to point the finger, literally, at her stepson. Oh, and did I mention the son was blind? Quintilian noted, had the son made the prints, they would have faded as they went, not been pressed at even intervals and with steady intensity. The son was acquitted. It's called the Wall of Handprints case, and it's the first known case of bloodstain pattern analysis. And in China, around the year 270, a man's corpse was found burned. His wife said he'd burned to death, but insisted it was totally an accident. A magistrate named Zhang Zhu didn't believe her, nor did pretty much anyone else. So Zhang Zhu took two pigs, one alive and one not, and he burned them both. When all was said and done, he compared the two pigs. The one that had been alive previous to the fire? Ashes in its mouth. The one that was dead when it went into the flames? No ashes. And the man? Well, no ashes there either. He'd been dead before the fire, which had, of course, been an attempt to cover up his murder. It's called forensic pathology, and this is one of the first documented cases of its use. All of these are types of forensic science, and just a few of many and the history of forensics, the detectives, and the scientists who helped to develop it one eureka at a time, the cases, the victims, and oh boy, the criminals, is a wild ride. There are some bumps along the way, looking at you, phrenology, but also some brilliant successes. My name is Christy Baxter, and I'm going to take you on that ride. Starting in the 1500s with crime scene investigation, and flying all the way, the long way, to DNA in the 20th and 21st centuries. Welcome to Detectives by the Decade. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Detectives by the Decade premieres June 25th. New episodes drop every Thursday. My sources for this trailer are theme music is Deadly Roulette by Kevin McLeod, Irrefutable Evidence, A History of Forensic Science by Michael Curland, Wikipedia, Christina Kilgrove on Forbes, and William Garrett Cothran on Sea Lion Press.